Welcome to the show. Welcome to So That Exists. So That Exists is the name I'm... of the podcast you are listening to. That is true. I am Melissa. And Maddie. And we are your hosts tonight. Just send us a quick call with a message to your lover and we'll play your dream song. <laughs> <laughs> The other day I was driving down the road and my phone was dead. And so I turned on the radio and Delilah was playing. And I didn't realize that Delilah, A, was still alive. And B, <laughs> still Wait, Delilah. Radio. You know, like, you're listening to Delilah. You know that radio show? It was, my parents played it all the time when I was a kid. And she, like, comforted me in, in the dark evenings. <laughs> oh, Oh, was it like a soft sounds for the evening yeah. or something? Yeah, kind of. And people would be like, oh, I want okay. to send a song to my sweetheart, blah, blah. She'd be like, oh, that's just great. <laughs> and then she would just like play songs. My Perfect. Kitten, my kitten, you know, the little things on the walls that like keep the doors from hitting the wall, the little boingy thing. Yeah. The boing. My cat is playing with one right now. So if you hear that boing sound, that's what that is. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. I can't get, like, she's blind, so she doesn't, like, she can't play with most of the toys because she just doesn't know where they are, but she's figured out where the little boingy things are. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, her one thing that she has that brings her joy, so. Nice. Except she started popping them off, so now I find them and I keep them in drawers because I don't want to, like, get in trouble for losing them when I move out. Ah, but. Yeah. Anyway, I have a blind kitten. She exists. And she's adorable. She's so cute. Which actually, because, okay, so we actually already recorded this episode, but we accidentally deleted it. And by we, we mean I accidentally. trying to make it inclusive. I know. You want to be called out, but okay. I'm, I'm okay being called out for that. I accidentally deleted it. Uh, so that, it no longer exists. So we're doing it it again. It no longer exists. (laughs) Yeah, but, um, that was the first time we recorded with, like, long distance. So people don't know, I moved. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, I'm in Utah. (laughs) And I'm in California, um, doing the Cali thing. So, This is our first time recording. Well, second time recording long distance. First time that you guys know about it. Um, since we tried to tell you. And then Melissa, not me. Uh, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but it's all good. Well, it's all good because okay. I, I didn't research anything for today. So this was good because we still had notes. We've, we're just going to do the same thing over, but it's been long enough that we don't really remember what we talked about. Yeah, because we did it, like, the first two or three weeks that I had moved here, and it's been two months now. So, like, I was reading through it again, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. now. <laughs> remember how we said on our Instagram we were going to have new episodes every week? Mm-hmm. That was funny. <laughs> that was so funny. That was, like, a really good joke that we did. <laughs> Maybe it won't be a joke later, Maybe, yeah. but right now it is. Right now it, it's a complete joke. <laughs> oh no, my cat 
You guys are just going to hear so many noises. All of them in the background are my sweet little blind kitten. She exists. She's throwing balls around my apartment right now. And that's just our okay. life. <laughs> I mean, I can't really hear it, but maybe okay, when good. I listen back to it, I will. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully not. She's. Let me see if I can get her to come this way. I'm like tapping on the ground to give her vibrations. Stella. Yeah, she's enthralled with her toys right now. But okay. anyway, um, we should get a crack in on the things that exist. Yeah, so, we should. Yeah, our theme was kind of badass, kind of evil. And so, yeah, that's what we've got to go off today. And I mean, I reread my story and it is still badass with some elements of evil. But I Me like too. It. So, do you want to go yeah. first, Melissa? Sure. Okay. All Let's right. Hear it. All right. The title that I made for my story is Evil Badass, colon, Queen Fredegund. Cool. I remember her having a weird name, so we're off to the good start. Queen Fredegund. Fredegund. Wait, what? Fredegund. Fredegund. Continue. <laughs> I'm probably going to say it wrong. Okay. So sometimes we think of badass as like a compliment or like something like a quality that you want to have, right? Yeah. The story I'm telling today is about a woman who is the dictionary definition of a badass, which is uh-huh. Uh-huh. a tough, uncompromising, or intimidating person. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's All right. Hear it. So, in the 500s AD, uh, Fredegund, Fred, Fredegund was a woman, <laughs> and she lived in the Merovingian dynasty. Probably said that wrong, but that's fine. She fine. didn't start out as a princess or a queen or anything like that. Um, she got a job working as a servant to the queen, Audovera, or Audovera, and the king was King Chilperic. Like, he's Eric, but he's, like, really chill. Really chill. Um, he's, like, so really chill. chill. It was way before we got outlawed everywhere. <laughs> Weed was, was everywhere. So, And King Chill was over it all. Flying high. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess, apparently, part of the reason she got a job at the castle is because she had a handsome dowry. So, I, like, imagine her parents being like, please hire her as a servant. Also, here's a cow. Got it. Or something. I mean, yeah, that seems valid. valid. I'd hire someone to clean my apartment. <laughs> but you love cows. Right. <laughs> All right. So once Fredegund was in the castle, uh, she went up to Chilperic and she was like, hey there, hot stuff. I want to be your concubine. And Chilperic was like, okay, great. My wife will be fine with this because I'm the king. Ah, classic toxic masculinity. Uh... I don't know if that's really toxic masculinity, but it's just basic male assholery. Yes. Assholery. Assholery. Yeah. So he's like, okay, great. And then she became his concubine. And then she was like, this isn't enough for me, Chilperic. 
I want to be your wife. You should divorce Aldovera and send her to a convent. She'll be totally safe and happy there. I'm starting to remember the story. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to say for everyone listening, in the first recording, there was a lot of me being like, she did not. She did not. (laughs) She did not. And just keep your ear holes wide. Wide (laughs) open. We'll listen to this story because it's pretty good. (laughs) So chill, Peric. I feel like he was really easy to to manipulate. He was like, yeah. okay, great. So he divorced Aldo Vera and sent her away to a convent. Uh-huh. And that kind of stinks. Not only was her husband sleeping with this other woman, but now he's divorcing her. And because he's a powerful guy, you just can't go back to your family. You are going to a convent. Punishment. Nice. punishment. I mean, probably punishment. Yeah. Um, so very shortly after she arrived, Aldo Vera died. Okay, that's suspicious. That's just, that's all I, well, I mean, it says in my notes, she died. She was assassinated by Fredegund. Um, So she not only ruined Aldovera's life, she straight up had her murdered. Nice. So Choperic is single, and Fredegund is probably thinking he'll marry her soon. She's like, Uh, now's the time. You finally got rid of her. Now's the time. But Chilperic decides to marry some other woman named Gal Swintha. Gal Swintha. That is one fancy ass name. I feel Probably like back right. in those days, they just like, they just like put a ton of syllable. Like we all joke about like Utah names and how they're nonsense, right? But I feel like Utah moms just kind of went back to their roots. <laughs> just like ridiculous names for their children like back in like the 1500s it's basically the same thing it was just yeah. like ridiculous names gal swintha gal swintha like come so on was... <laughs> i bet she signed her name with like a lot of flourishes and Probably. like he was like wow she is a flourishing woman look at all those fleur de lis all around her and <laughs> so he married her Probably. That's uh, about accurate. yeah so Fredegund was not happy about this. She was like, uh-huh. you divorced your wife so you could marry me, and then you, wear, you marry somebody else. Gal Swintha was soon found strangled after <laughs> she married the king. Hmm. Troubling. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> not suspicious at all. And then Chilperic no. kind of caught on, and he's like, oh, geez. Everyone I get involved with is just going to die unless I give Fredegund what she wants. So he married her immediately. Solid. Um, I feel like they don't actually know how to problem solve. They just know how to, like, just prevent a little bit longer. (laughs) 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 They're like, I'm not going to actually just solve the situation. I'm just going to do the least amount of work possible for right now to stay alive. (laughs) Yeah. But also, this is, like, the worst uh like romancing advice is like it really truly is if he's mentioned to you kill everyone that he cares about and then he'll yeah. have to to marry you or whatever the worst part is that it worked <laughs> i know <laughs> that's the worst part of it all yeah like usually terrible wedding like dating advice doesn't work but this one actually did yeah anyway 1500s yeah. am i right <laughs> 
It was actually 500, so even sooner. 500, later. never mind. Earlier. Earlier. What is time? What is time? I don't know. I get confused, too. I was doing some, side note, I was doing some family history the other day. You might have seen my tweet about this. And I was just, like, going back, just having a jolly little time. And then all of a sudden, yeah. there were, like, two names for, like, my grandparents. And it, they were, like, Mary and Joseph. just felt really, really weird. And I was like, Mary and Joseph. And they had, like, pictures of them, like, paintings. And this is, like, year one. <laughs> what? Like, like, I go back really far. <laughs> it was, like, 3 a.m. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, going to have to look at that tweet later. Yeah. So I was like, Mary and Joseph. And I was like, I clicked on it. And they're like, of Nazareth. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> this can't I be right. I looked at children. And I was like, Jesus the Christ. <laughs> and oh then another name in, like, Hebrew. <laughs> And I was like, this does not seem accurate. And then it said he was married. So then I clicked on like the wife's name and it was like what? this big long thing about how like, of course Jesus was married. And of course it was this woman and blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, nope, from a descendant. <laughs> and it was like the what? descendant who I apparently, I don't know. And so this descendant was like, I would just like to know that a lot of people said they were married to Jesus because they wanted to be royal. And a lot of like royal families would say like, oh, I'm a descendant of Jesus Christ in order to like keep their power, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. So oh. yeah. And then like a bunch of my relatives were all like royals, like for like up until like the like 1700s, they were all like royal people of like France and England and um, Italy and stuff and like yeah so it was just interesting seeing that like I was like okay obviously I'm not related to Jesus <laughs> like obviously this is not accurate and someone was just an idiot and they're like I just want to show that I'm related to Jesus and just like yeah it up. <laughs> but also if I just put it in my family tree enough it'll be true <laughs> that makes it true yeah that makes and it so true. like I can just see like someone I don't know who, but just someone in my family who just was like, and I'm not saying like my immediate family or even my close relatives, but just someone in the Ayala Stutz realm being like, I am going to prove to all my descendants that we, <laughs> we, our descendants of Jesus Christ. This and then is they some went, real... just made it up. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever read the Da Vinci Code? I didn't, but a lot of people tweeted me about that. And I was like, okay. I don't know. And they were like, oh, you're too young. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> born when I did. If only Jesus had come sooner. Oh. Uh, I would have come sooner. <laughs> anyway. Thanks There's a lot. Great, little... great. Yeah. <laughs> great, 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 great. I know. How many greats would that be? A lot. Also, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Honestly, this isn't even true. And then I I, wonder how much of my family history is just complete bullshit. Like, stuff that's, like, in there. It's just, like, how accurate is it? And, like, you know, I come from, like, the Mormon pioneers, and they all practice polygamy. But, like, a lot of, like, the wives and stuff aren't recorded in there because the church doesn't really want people to, like, acknowledge that we're, like, from polygamous. And so it's just, like, how much of my family history is completely inaccurate based off of, like all of that yeah it's just really interesting I don't know I once went to the family history website and I seriously went back as far as I could 
mm-hmm. in the tree all the way back to Adam and Eve. And I was oh like, I feel like, I feel like this is not accurate. <laughs> I feel like someone fudged it a little bit. Pretty sure if we had records from Adam and Eve, I'd know about it. <laughs> oh, they passed down the family tree to my family, yeah, didn't you know? Passed, yeah, they uh, put it into familysearch.org. <laughs> they got a 23 and me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, okay. Anyway, sorry. Continue anyway. Side tangent. Um, all right. So. <laughs> anyway, Fredigund. Bethesda or whatever her name is. Oh, yeah. Back to Fredegund. Fredegund. Fredegund and Rick. The chillest Chill king there. of all. Of all. 420, baby. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. He was born a hundred years too late for that, probably. Um, Go anyway. Continue. Or earlier. I don't know. Um, what is time? Okay. <laughs> what is time? So Fredegund was actually married to Chill Perrick for quite a while, mm-hmm. and uh, whoops, I kicked the table. Um, and while she was married to him, she either killed personally, attempted, or like assassinated or there's uh, a few names that are suspected that she killed mm-hmm. um i probably Wait, how many those... are there well let me there is i've got nine that i counted Dang. yeah although i mean i feel like for that time people just like killed each other all the time no matter what so nine kind of seems low for that yeah. time period I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, she tried to. <laughs> when she... I went to Iceland, we, like, went to, like, a drowning pool where they would just, like, drown people that, like, did crimes. And what? They were just, like, yeah, the executioner would be, like, the member of, of a, like, family member of a person that, like, the person committed a crime against. <laughs> like. My like, eyes are oh, so wide right now. You robbed my brother and now I get to drown you in this river. Like, I don't like that. Me neither. And I feel like everyone had killed at least someone just out of like, well, you hurt my friend, so now I get to kill you. I don't know. It was just a different time. That's okay. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Um, yeah, so some of these people, so we already got Galswintha and Aldovera. Mm-hmm. There was also the king of Austrasia. Uh, is that Australia? Oh, it says Austrasia. Interesting. So I think it's I mean, like... It could still be Austria. It could be like fancy Austria. Fancy Austria. Old yeah, she also Austria. tried to kill that king's son, whose name was Childebert. Um, she nice. tried to kill her brother and sister-in-law, uh, who were the king and queen, king and queen of Burgundy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some Neustrian uh, official named Eberuf, uh is said to have rejected her romance and died mysteriously. Nice. There was also a bishop um, who had been exiled by Fredegund, um, and when he came back, she tried to offer him money um, to be like, okay, I'm not going to hell now, right? And he's like, here's the money. Put in and he was like, Satan, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> and the, the bishop was like, no, you'll receive what's 
wants to do you in hell. Good. Good on him. Right. But then she assassinated him. <laughs> during Easter Mass. Classic. What's her name again? Fredegund. Classic Fredegunda. Oh my gosh. Just like Classic. Easter Mass. Like, oh, we're during celebrating Easter. Easter and we're not all My grandma. <laughs> and then someone up just like stabs him. Like, ah! See, that's the kind uh, yeah. of stuff I just feel like happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, there was another bishop that she um, is suspected of killing. And then another king, which was another bro- brother-in-law. So, like, everyone around her is just dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, also uh, her husband, Chill Perrick, died mm-hmm. mysteriously. It's not her um, husband's at- dad. Yeah, after she had a bunch of kids. So, two of her sons died of dysentery. What is um, dysentery? Uh, that's a great question. Do you want to Google that? Yes. <laughs> Pause, please. Do, 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 do. Elevator music. Do, 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 do. What is dysentery? Okay, dysentery, infection of the intestines resulting in severe diarrhea with the presence of blood and mucus in the feces, feces, feces. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's really And really sad. Yeah. That's a terrible way to go. Two of her kids? Two of her sons, yeah. That sucks. All right, and another son who was named Samson, probably after (laughs) something in the Bible. I like how they're just like normal, normal, normal names then. Or crazy, 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 Nathan. Samson. Samson. Um, he had a serious illness um, while their kingdom was under siege. And mm. Fredegund uh, didn't want to catch the disease from little Samson. So she cast him away so he would die and not infect her. Um, but, but Chill Parrot was like, well, that's not chill. And he was offended. <laughs> and he's like, dude. We haven't even baptized our son yet. He's, you know, you have to baptize him. Uh-huh. So Samson survived longer than expected. And Fredegund was like, okay, fine. You can baptize him. So he'll go to heaven. Oh, my gosh. I like how she's, like, kind of concerned about it. She's like, yeah, I guess I should let my kid go to Ugh. heaven. But he <laughs> coughed on me. That's disgusting. Ew. Uh, go Send him to hell. Oh, here's my favorite one. And by favorite, I mean this is, like, terrible. Um, She had a daughter named Rygunth. Um, So Rygunth continually declared that she would be queen someday. And she's like, I'm going to be queen after you're dead. It's going to be great. And um, Fredegund was like, I don't like that. So Mm -hmm. she took Rygunth to the treasure room. And showed her all the king's jewels in a large chest. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'm so tired. Put, put thou in thy hand and take out what thou mayest find. And Rygunth was like, okie dokie. And like leaned into the treasure chest. And then Fredegund forced down the lid on her neck. <gasps> oh, I remember. Right. And tried to kill her. And the servants were like, ah! And they <laughs> rushed in. 
They rushed in and stopped her. Good. Uh, Yeah. And then later, Rygumpf was sent off uh, to be married in Spain to some prince. Yeah. Um, Oh, and... Huh? Oh, she's just like, man, my mom just tried to murder me. Now I have to go marry a weird, random Spaniard. (laughs) So, Rygumpf, tell us about your family. Uh, Everyone drops dead around my mom. My mom tried to smash my head in a treasure chest, and now I'm here. And now I'm here. (laughs) Okay, Um, so you can't see this, but I put one of my rocks on the floor, and Stella is very, very amused by it, and she's trying to play with it and lick it, and it's really cute. (laughs) Anyway. It's not small enough for her to eat, is it? No, 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 no. It's like like this big. (laughs) Okay, so it's like the size yeah. of your palm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, just like oh. playing with it. And there were a couple other people that were, you know, killed and tortured by her, but uh, Fredegund was surprisingly not murdered. She hey, died of, uh, yeah, she died of natural causes. Oh, good. And why is that good? <laughs> Wait, what? You said, oh, good. Oh, good. I mean, it, it is good that that ended. <laughs> yeah. Not her storytelling, just her. Oh, thank you. Her, her murders. <laughs> her murders. Her murders. <laughs> Solid. Well, Solid. that was terrifying. Thank you. Luckily, she does not exist anymore. You know what? She does not, but that kind of evil might still exist. And here's my advice for everyone. Don't murder. That's well, it. Unfortunately, my story oh, no. has quite a lot of murder in it. <laughs> no! Considering it has some Nazis in it. So a lot I mean, of murder. Okay. I'm but, ready. But the story is about someone who murdered Nazis. So. Sweet. She's badass. And her name is Virginia Hall. <laughs> and she was born in Baltimore, Maryland in 1906. And wow, that was so long ago. So I like <laughs> and day. I <laughs> bet that Jesus is her grandpa. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Um, so Virginia. So again, like like you said, like 1906. Um, she actually went to Columbia University and studied a ton of languages. So she knew French, Italian, and German. Well, it's like she studied there. I'm sure that she knew more just based on what I've read of her. She probably knew like every language on the planet. Um, But after she was studying was at Columbia and then she moved to Europe um, to finish out her degree. And she ended up getting a job at the American embassy in Poland. Um, And so her like main goal in life was to join the foreign service. So like, this woman is super cool because, like, it's, like, the very turn of the century. Like, you know, women, I don't even think women have the right to vote yet. I'm pretty sure. Wait, what year was this? 1906. Doesn't that happen oh, in the 20s? Yeah. I, I know, like, that I think so. movement was happening. Yeah, now. So, like, feminism is, like, just becoming a thing. And, like, she's already at Columbia University studying language, goes to Europe as an unmarried woman. and is Whoa. Like, yeah, I know, right? She probably didn't even have an escort. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and then she was like, you know what? I'm going to join the foreign service. Like, so she's already super badass. She sounds great. Um, yeah. And so that's her goal. But uh, her dreams were shattered. <laughs> oh no. She accidentally shot her leg during a hunting accident. Yeah. And so she had to get it amputated. And yeah, so her leg ended up getting replaced from the knee down and she had like a wooden fake leg and she named it again with the weird names, Cuthbert. Ah, meet Cuthbert. (laughs) And then she like kicks someone in the face. (laughs) Meet Cuthbert, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Cuthbert, attack. Cuthbert, attack. Um, so yeah, she had to resign from her job and she had to go back to the United States and that's when she started doing graduate school in Washington, D.C. So like, even with a wooden leg, this woman cannot be stabbed. Um, she is invincible, basically. Wow. So, yeah. So then, Except like, apparently War... if you're in Europe and your leg has to get amputated, they're like, sorry, you don't have enough legs. We're yeah. sending you back. Yeah. Oh, and also something I just realized. So, like, that was in, uh, wait, no. Okay, she was born in 1906. So, when it breaks out, it's 1942. What is math? I mean, you tell me. I should, like, I should be able to do this just off the top of my head. But, like, am I going to look it up? Yes. (laughs) Because I'm lazy. So, uh, So she's 36 years old in, like, 1942. Um, but I like World War One started in 1940, so anyway, she's 34. I don't. Why is math? Okay. <laughs> so, okay, but just to um, give you an idea. Yeah, she's in her 30s. Um, and like she has married, and which is like very uncommon to be unmarried if I, and she has like a graduate degree. Anyway, I'm just like fangirling over here because she sounds so. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, World War Two breaks out, and Virginia just like happened to be in Paris. <laughs> she was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, it feels like that was kind of her plan all along was to, like, get back to Paris. Um, she really liked it there from what I read. And so she was in Paris when World War II broke out, and she was like, I'm not just going to sit here and do nothing. I am Virginia. I can do whatever I want. Um, so she became an ambulance driver. Um, and she was, like, a really, really good ambulance driver. And I'm assuming she started, like, doing secret stuff while she was an ambulance driver. Because Churchill ended up drafting her for, like, a special operation um, that he was doing. So he, like, drafted her to be a spy in his organization. And so she spent 15 months in France, and she would just, like, direct the activities of the French underground. And she developed a unit of 90 spies. Wow. (laughs) They were just, like, going everywhere, like, planning attacks, like, doing secret stuff, like, killing Nazis. And she was in charge of all of it. That's amazing. So cool. And she was considered the most feared spy in all of World War II. And the Gestapo, like the Nazi police, referred to her as the limping lady. And they like would, like, there were like quotes where it was like, um, I, like the Nazis were like, I can't wait to like kill that um limping lady or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like well i get my hands on her <laughs> my heart. Like, never mind and she just, like, away. Um, and so, but quickly quickly yeah, but very away. quickly um but 
1942, she was actually captured by the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she escaped from them. And she, like, ran through the snowy mountains of Spain on foot with her prosthetic leg and scaled <gasps> altitudes of 7,500 feet. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And there is actually, uh, I can't find it now. And in my notes, it just says, like, it just says, quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was, again, two months ago. I do not still have that tab open. So, I don't know what the quote is, but I do remember reading something where it, it was saying that, like, she did have a radio when she was up in the mountains and, like, the snow. And she, like, had a radio to her people and was like, Cuthbert is getting in trouble. And they were like, take him out. Kill Cuthbert if you have to. Whatever you have to do to survive. And she was like, no, Cuthbert's my leg. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cuthbert is not a person. And they're just like, take Cuthbert out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny uh, <laughs> but she like made it safe um she like got out of there got back with like the allies and stuff and after she was safe the united states was like like learned about her and was like oh my gosh we have like a boss bitch over here and so they, they just her. barely found out that she's badass <laughs> yeah so they were like okay we're gonna send you back to france and you're gonna spearhead another underground resistance movement she's like i just got back yeah i just got here yeah yeah um and at this point like you know like france is under nazi rule like you know they're occupied and everything and she goes in there and this time she dresses up as an old lady and she like piles on clothes to like disguise herself um so no one can tell that she's actually just like a 36 year old woman um, and she, like, does makeup, and she makes her hair look all, like, old, and she, like, walks in like that. Like, she tries to disguise her limp as, like, she said, an old woman's gait. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she was known as the limpy lady, so instead she was like, well, I'm just going to kind of talk as, like, an old person. And yeah. so she does that, and um, she disguises herself, and she, like, transmits a bunch of info via radio signals, and keeps, like, coordinating all these attacks on the Nazis. So then, D-Day comes. And her team was considered, like, vital for the execution of D-Day. And leading up to it, her team destroyed four bridges, derailed freight trains, and cut phone lines so the Nazis couldn't um, communicate. And because of that, like, D-Day worked. Like, it would not have worked without her. Yeah. Why have I never heard of her before? Right. Seriously. And, like, all the war communities, they're so dumb. because Well, they're all dumb. But, like, it's annoying. Because they're all about, like, the men, and they went, and they fought. And it's like, no, women were just as part of it as men. Like, even back here in the States, like, it's super cool to learn about all the women that, like, took over the men's jobs and stuff. But, like, it's super cool to, like, hear, like, oh, my God, like, so many things that, like, we always put, like, a man's face to, I guess. Like, that's not the actual narrative of the story. So, it's just really interesting. Um, So, yeah, so... She was, like, vital in D-Day, and they were vital in ending World War II, which is just insane. And so after the war, um, President Truman awarded her with the Distinguished Service Cross, which is the second highest U.S. military award for bravery that you could, like, ever get. Wow. So, like, yeah, she's super badass. And so when she was asked about her time um, as, like, the most dangerous spy during World War II, she simply replied, it was just six years of my life. 
and then she went on with her day. She's like, it was just six years of my life. It wasn't that big of a deal. It Bye. wasn't that big of a deal. I just, you know, saved probably millions more lives. It's fine. Fine. Just six years of my life. Cuthbert and I Cuthbert have an appointment. Exactly. We have to go yeah. now. We have to go now. So that is the badass story of Virginia Hall. I love it. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So she's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I've got. Um, I do not remember who was in charge of the mini thing. Oh, I don't either. Do you have something? I don't. <laughs> hmm. So uh, maybe, uh, yeah, Let's... you know what? Things What's exist. A, you know what we said that we were going to have? Wait, are you going to, do you know something? Oh, I don't know. I was going to look something up on my phone. Okay. What's interesting? Oh, wait. I, oh, no. You know what? What are you doing? For an episode. Never mind. Oh, I was um, hitting the floor trying to get Stella to come over. Oh, it would sound like a record scratch. Yeah, she like comes to the noises. She's as blind cats would. As blind cats would. Stella, Stella, Stella. Hmm. Finn is like my other cat. Finn is out hard on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sleepy bean. Let's see, what's a good mini? Um, I could tell you about my vacation to Glacier. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for, what did we call it? <laughs> the mini so, so something. This mini edition. I don't know. Right. Glacier. <laughs> The part where we give you a story, but it's only a tiny story. It's right. just for kicks and giggles. Yep. Exclusively. Okay. Oh, did All you right. hear that little meow? I did not. Oh, she's so sweet. So, okay. a couple weekends ago, I joined some friends and we went up to Glacier National Park, which oh, might yeah. be... The most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. Now keep in mind I haven't been like a ton of places. Uh, but it was but it was still gorgeous. And there were so many animals that Ooh. did not fear humans at all. They were just like, Oh, hello. And they would like walk right past you and you're like, uh <laughs> like, Whoa. this is not normal. <laughs> um but yeah, it was beautiful. The weather was amazing. Um the water has like this really beautiful, like turquoisey um, color to it, uh-huh. which is really interesting. Um, which has to do with like the glaciers, like the ancient glaciers, you know, sort of pulverizing or you know smashing rocks as they go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that teal color is actually like teeny tiny bits of rock. Cool. They called it rock flower, which is pretty cool. Ooh, that is cool. Yeah, so uh, I saw a few deer that, you know, kind of blocked our path, 
while we were hiking. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of hikes. Uh, we saw mountain goats. We saw what we thought was first a dog. Then we thought it was a badger. And then we figured out it was a marmot. Which, which oh, yeah, like, you texted me about that. And I had to look yeah. it up. I was like, what yeah. is that? We were on this trail, and there was, like, nowhere to, 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 like, turn around. And it was, like, sort of a narrow trail. And this animal is running towards us. And we're like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Nice. Yeah, but it was just a marmot. Uh, yeah, there were. Oh, and I also saw a bear. Ooh. Yeah, it was just on the side of the road. So that was That's cool. cool. Yeah, it was That's an amazing. safe distance. Thanks. So Glacier National Park exists, and Ooh. I hope to go there again. And I rec- I highly recommend it to anyone who loves nature or animals or the color turquoise. Yeah. That, that is what I recommend. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, the picture looks amazing. And Thanks. you did get very close to a lot of animals. I did. I was like um, shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, there's just a deer right there. And it's just like, yeah. you guys are just like it, taking a selfie together. <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the hikes we went to, we got to like the beach of this small lake. And there were like 50 people on the on the beach. Just like, oh, yay, we made it. Like, it's the end of the mm-hmm. trail. Hooray. Yeah. And this doe comes galloping like through the people like dodging Whoa. people going like zigzagging through the crowd and then goes to the lake and then just pees for like a minute. <laughs> I emotionally relate. <laughs> and we were like, uh, and there was this girl, um, like sort of down, down river, like, you know, the lake led into a uh-huh. river, but she was like taking a selfie and she was like knee deep in the water. And then she looks over and sees like this deer peeing and she's like, ah, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gross. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Glacier exists, and it's wonderful. Glacier National Park. No. Nice. I'll probably share some pictures on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you can see how much. Nice. Yes, I want to see all of it. Sweet. Um, I have an idea for a theme for Perfect. next time. I almost said next week, but we already established that that's a joke. <laughs> but well we can try harder we can try harder well I did I don't have most of my um freelancing contracts anymore by the way so um yeah I have a lot more free time which is so nice the other day I came home and I was like oh my gosh I can just sit like I do my school is starting in like two weeks which sucks but like I have more free time so that's good yeah so what's your idea Okay, um, pit of hell. <laughs> Can you elaborate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just pit of hell. Pit of hell. Okay. That's all I got. I mean, like, I already know what I'm doing, but <laughs> this will be fun for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, I'll think of something. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a fun time. It'll be a good time. Okay. Yay. All right. Awesome. Tune in next time for a pit of hell. A pit or of hell. Is it a pit or the pit? Okay. Yeah. The pit of hell. The pit of hell. Yay. Yay. Well, bye bye folks. Thanks for listening. Adios. Check us out on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's 
So That Exists Pod, I think. We're really bad. You should probably know what it is. (laughs) But if you search So That Exists Podcast, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. So That Exists. Someone matched with me. Okay. So That Exists Podcast. Got. All right. And you're working on a website, which will be up eventually. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Where we can put our sources and stuff so you can uh, fact check or learn a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's the part that I'm trying to figure out. The website could be up tonight if I just figure this thing out. But it's been very difficult for some reason to, like, make pages based off of episodes. And then I was looking at, like, other podcasts and, like, some have it and some don't. And so it's really confusing. I think if we, like, paraphrase enough, then we don't have to source. But if we're, like, reading directly from a thing, then we do need to source. So I think we just need to, like, focus on, like, not, like, reading directly. And then if it is, like, a quote, just saying, like, the website that we got it from. Yeah. Because that would make it way easier. Okay. So, yeah. I could even put it in the show notes. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think we would need to. You know Most what? Our, don't when I was looking at it. Our, our listeners are smart. They probably know how to use Google. Yeah, they know how. One second. Okay. Um, Should we stop recording? Yes. <laughs> and then I okay. can vent. <laughs> okay. Beep, boop, bop. Done. Beep, boop.